and aging well. My name is Ken Hagland, and we are broadcasting live from the AM950 radio station that overlooks beautiful Bryant Lake Regional Park located in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. We are on the air every Saturday from noon to one to talk about your health and your life. We cover a wide range of topics to help you improve your quality of life. I am glad to be with you today, and I hope all of you listening are doing well. I do want to thank all of you that leave us messages on our radio show phone line. We appreciate hearing from you, and we welcome your questions and comments. Also, please continue to let us know of topics or guests you'd like for us to have on future shows. We are here to help you improve your quality of life. Call or text us anytime, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, on the radio show phone line, and that is 612-999-3426. We look forward to hearing from you. I have such great conversations with people, either by text or by by phone each week. So again, I really appreciate everybody that uh, makes the effort to give us a call and, uh, and check in with us. Now we are adding new listeners to the show each week and I really appreciate that. Not only here in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, but also throughout the country. You can find podcasts of all of our shows on the AM950 radio website and we can also be found on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and many other streaming services. Now, we have a great show for you planned today. I am excited to have joining me in a few minutes is Carolyn Kinzel. She is the founder and president of Brighter Days Family Grief Center. And we will be talking about her unique nonprofit organization that offers comprehensive support for families grieving the death or terminal diagnosis of a loved one. As the only family grief center in the state of Minnesota, Brighter Days prides itself on being a compassionate resource for children, teens, young adults, and adults of all ages. Since its inception in 2017, Brighter Days has evolved to offer a robust youth and young adult program with over 30 different types of support groups and meaningful events and workshops to create connections and honor loved ones. Brighter Days has partnered with over 60 grief and caregiver related organizations and has served almost 4,000 individuals to date. With proven outcomes that demonstrate the importance of their unique model of care, the team at Brighter Days believes that families can heal together, but must have individually tailored support in order to do so. Um, this is going to be a great conversation, folks. Be sure and call us if you have any questions for Carolyn. This I've been waiting for almost two years to get her on the show here, so I am really excited. Um, before we begin our conversation with Carolyn, though, I want to mention... We received several calls about last week's show with Amy Horn. She's a licensed acupuncturist and owner of Blue Branches Acupuncture in Bloomington, Minnesota. And we talked about the power of acupuncture and how she works with Western medicine to create the highest outcomes for her patients. She combines ancient wisdom with modern technology, and Amy works with her patients to meet them wherever they're at on their healing and wellness journey. Whether you're looking to maintain an active lifestyle or address chronic illness, Amy Horn with Blue Branches Acupuncture can create a custom treatment plan to help you be your best self. For more information, visit bluebranches.com or call 612-567-2470. Once again, bluebranches.com or call 612-567-2470 or listen to my podcast with Amy Horn which you can find on the AM950 radio website 
or your favorite streaming service. In fact, I just had an appointment with her uh, this last week, and she is phenomenal, folks. If you've never done acupuncture, I encourage you to give her a call and try it out. It's, it's, uh, she's wonderful. Also, I want to mention... We received several calls last week regarding the air purifier that I've been using in my home and at my office to keep my family and coworkers safe and healthy. And they, it does this by continuously disinfecting both the air and surfaces in your environment. The Aeris Filtration Air Purifying System uses an exclusive technology developed by NASA to keep astronauts safe while they're in space. This technology is called Active Pure and is now available for home and office use. This portable air filtration system reduces both airborne and surface contaminants such as pollutants, allergens, mold, bacteria, viruses, including influenza and COVID-19. This system virtually eliminates all those things. So that's why it's used in hospitals, schools, senior living communities, daycares, restaurants, anywhere people gather together. So I use this air filtration system in my home and office and my medical practice to help protect my family and my coworkers. In fact, I have it here with me right now. For those of you who are watching us on the Facebook page on AM950, I have it here to help keep me and my guests safe. Don't wait. Get the peace of mind of having this amazing technology in your home or office to keep you and your loved ones healthy and safe. When you call them, mention you heard it on my radio show, and you'll receive $100 off your purchase. For more information on this air purifier or to schedule a free, no-obligation demonstration, please contact the Minnesota Health Institute at 952-270-0345. For more information, once again, 952-270-0345. If you missed the number, I'll give it out throughout the show today. Now, we have two ways to get your questions answered. First, you can ask your question live on the air by calling AM950 radio station, and our friendly show producer, Patrick, will get your call on the air. That number is 952-946-6205, or you can text us your question, 612-999-3426, and we'll give out those numbers throughout the show as well. All right, I want to introduce my guest today, Carolyn Kinzel founder and president of Brighter Days Family Grief Center, and we're going to be talking about her unique nonprofit organization that offers comprehensive support for families grieving the death or terminal diagnosis of a loved one. Welcome to the show, Carolyn. Oh, thank you so much, Ken, for having me. I know we, t- <laughs> we, we talked a couple years ago about this, and... Uh, Eventually, all good things yes. happen, don't they? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, I've been uh, been so anxious to get you on the show, and, and I know uh, the pandemic here has really created a you know, kind of threw a lot of things out of kilter for a lot of us over the mm-hmm. last year. But um, um, this is this is great. I think it's very timely. Uh, everything works together at the right time for things, and I know a lot of listeners are struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, f- for various reasons. I mean, everything from they've got loved ones who have contracted COVID and have passed. Mm-hmm. Um, the normal life experiences that we all have um, have occurred during this pandemic. People haven't had a chance to to go through the normal grieving processes necessarily because mm-hmm. they can't get with people. There's just we're isolated. I mean, this has been a really difficult time. So I, I'm so glad that you could be with us here today because I know a lot of listeners. Uh, are struggling. Mm. Um, and it's not just 
adults. It's children. I mean, I know you have a absolutely. I know you have a, a real strong passion for the youth and the children that encounter grief. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, anyway, let's jump into this. I'm so excited. We're we're gonna, we're not going to get through everything in the hour, but we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> do the trying. best best we can. And um, so, uh, my listeners love to hear about you. Before we get about the topic, they love to learn about you. Tell us a bit about you, and then how what inspired you to take on this amazing project called mm. the Brighter Days Grief Center. Mm. Well, thank you for asking. So definitely my background was not to, I had no intention or life plan to be the founder of a grief center. Um, I think you can probably ask every founder. There's always some story out there. And mine started when I was in my 20s. I had a very dear man at the time I was engaged to him and he learned he had a terminal diagnosis. And so I became his caregiver. And when he passed away, um, I just really had a hard time with my grief and with how to um, interact with other people about it because I was not married to him. And so it felt like I didn't really have a a right to grieve. And right at the same time, I was also a caregiver for my 93-year-old grandmother who was just the love of my life. And uh, when she died, I was with her, but I spent three years as a caregiver to her and really started to learn, you know, the difference between being a caregiver versus someone who actually was in their 20s and had a life that, that they were kind of missing. And so there was that big piece there that I was trying to navigate. And there wasn't any support for that, for trying to figure out how to be a caregiver and still be a person. And then in my 30s, um, my coworker lost his wife and, and son to a helicopter crash. And that was really the time for me that I really started to research grief and grief centers and try to understand um, what was out there for families. And I was really, really um, floored by the fact that there wasn't a true grief center in the state for families grieving the death of a family member. And so I started researching that. I went back to school to finish my master's. And at the time, uh, I was a single mom, and I met a lovely man who is now my husband. And he was a widower, and he shared with me his story of uh, taking care of his wife. And then after his wife died, uh, how he, tr- how, you know, what his experience was with grief and the people around him, and how he was trying to help his children. And his story, combined with mine, really helped us lay the foundation of what Brighter Days Grief Center would look like. And that piece was um, to just make sure that we were encompassing not only the anticipatory support, but also the actual grief support for families. And that was that was how it came about. All right. Uh, there's just so much to get into here. I know that we're going to lead up more to the founding of the Brighter Days Days Grief Center here, but it's time for a short break, folks. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Carolyn Kinzel, founder and president of Brighter Days Family Grief Center. If you have a question for Carolyn about grief or her center or the great work she's doing, please call us 952-946-6205 or text us at 612-999-3426. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. I'm Ken Hagland. Please Stay with us.
Welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and how to improve the quality of your life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Carolyn Kinzel, founder and president of Brighter Days Family Grief Center. And we are talking about her unique nonprofit organization that offers comprehensive support for families grieving the death or terminal diagnosis of a loved one. If you have any questions for Carolyn, please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or you can text us your question at 612-999-3426. Before we return to our conversation with Carolyn, I want to mention this program is brought to you in part by the team at Minnesota Hospice. Now, Minnesota Hospice is an independent physician-owned medical practice serving our local communities with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. Now, Minnesota Hospice has been helping thousands of patients and family members with end-of-life care. Please do not wait to learn how hospice care can benefit you or your loved ones. Now, hospice brings comprehensive medical services to your home with no cost to you or your family. If you have any questions regarding end-of-life care or support, please contact the compassionate team of experts at Minnesota Hospice. Their phone number is 952-898-1022. Once again, 952-898-1022, or visit them online at minnesotahospice.com. All right, Carolyn, let's continue our conversation about, about how this this amazing Brighter Days Grief Center came to fruition. I know in this last segment we were you were kind of talking about how you ended up getting to that point, and I want to continue that conversation. Well, uh, as I shared, when my now husband and I started talking about what it would look like, um, we were really ready to go. We had done some focus groups. We had met with people. We had even met with partners, potential partners and donors. Um, we had done our, a feasibility study with our board, and I think what happened was I just had one of those panic moments and thought, you know, is this, am I the right person for this? What am I doing? Like, like so much, so many people have happened. And I remember um, he said to me, you know, what? why don't you just sleep on it? Well, the next day I woke up and my sweet little 13-year-old boy was out playing in the cul-de-sac and I had just come back from a run. And so I was trying to get dinner ready and things and this big black car pulled up in my driveway. And because I had been a single mom for 13 years, that was just not something that was normal. And so I answered the door. And in that moment, I was told that my son's father had died by suicide. And my little sweet boy was walking in the door when they were telling me that news. And long story short, what happened was I found myself on that end of really trying to look for resources, um, not, as a, not as a widow at that time, but as a parent who had a grieving child who was devastated. And aside from the fact that his dad had died, there was also the suicide piece. And I did not know how to explain that to my son. And what um, I had learned about, you know, three or four weeks going into it was if it's this hard for me as a parent, just with a parent's lens, what must this be like for someone who has lost a spouse? Or what's it like for someone who's lost a child? And it was really the catalyst for me to understanding that I really was the right person to do this because I didn't have that acute grief sitting with me. I felt more like I needed to go out and be an, an advocate and really make sure that, that children and families had access to those resources right away. Um, and so that was, that was the true catalyst to opening the doors. And it's been a beautiful gift ever since, but certainly like everything else, it's, it comes with pain. Yeah, I've had many people on the show who 
there has been an inflection point in their life. And so many of them, it's amazing, were down one path and then something happened and it completely took them a different direction. Yeah. And, and, and they, they wouldn't give it up. They wouldn't trade it for anything. It was painful on that change, but what they're doing, the work they're doing, as the work you're doing, is unbelievable. Mm. So again, it's it's. Uh, I just hear that story so many times, and and so you're you're not alone, and uh, and we're all grateful for what you're doing here in the Twin Cities with your program. Well, can you tell us more about the organization? Sure, absolutely. So we started in 2017, and we're very unique. We have a unique model of care. Um, as far as we are, we know, it's the only one in the United States. And our model of care really looks at the additional piece to grief. So or the additional pieces, I would say. So psychosocial support, logistical support, and financial support. And that logistical support for us was really one of the main things that when we meet with families, we really want to address some of those overwhelming things that happen because so often you can't even get to your grief when you're worried about probate or you're worried about financial guidance or you're worried about you know, getting your food on the table for your right, kids. Right, paying the bills. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. Filing Social Security. There's so much there. And so we address those issues first so that we can kind of bring them from that overwhelming place to just feeling like they've got support. And then we look at um, the financial piece. Do they need financial assistance? Do they need some groceries? Do they mm -hmm. need pre-made meals? Because they cannot make dinner right now, but they know they've got to get it on the table. What are those things that we can do to help? And then what partners out there of ours also provide that help? And then the last piece is the psychosocial piece, which is so important to us. And that's really where we as an organization, we, we stay with these individuals. We want to make sure that not only do they have that immediate acute support, which could be grief counseling, could be trauma counseling, it could be just connecting to maybe another widow or widower, but it's also about what can we provide down the road? Do you, you know, are you interested in grief yoga, for instance? Are you interested in um, meeting with other parents for coffee or maybe in a running club? Something that just continuously moves you forward but connects you to other people who really understand. And those three things are how we address the people that walk through our doors. It is not just about counseling because we really understand that you know, therapy ends, but grief doesn't. And so what do you do to keep moving forward? Right, right. Well, and we've talked a bit in the past about the, the talk therapy aspect of it, which is really important. But there's like the day-to-day -day stuff. Yeah. I mean, you it's almost like you, you, you get into, let's say, a, a counseling session or a talk session, but then you got to leave, and then there's things you have to do. And so yeah. many times you're in a state of paralysis, yes. emotionally, physically, uh, you, and you just know, what, what do I do next? And yes. just even like having a checklist, here's some things mm -hmm. we need, you know, here's some homework for you maybe. Mm -hmm. and next time we see each other, let's talk about those things or something. Yes. Just because I think we, we're not trained, as we talked about off the air, no one's trained to deal with grief no. and loss. That, that's just not how our society mm -mm. works. No, it's it, we're, we're just still terribly afraid of it. Yes. And we haven't learned how to interact with someone who's grieving or support them for that matter. And so our job is to really bring them into a place that's just for them, um, where we have somewhat of our own personal understanding, myself as well as our board and our staff. Most of us have either lost our own family member or um, are in the profession. And so right. we really understand. And that's the purpose of what we do is to just embrace them and walk with them. Right. 
Well, the music is cueing us out here, Carolyn. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Carolyn Kinzel, founder and president of Brighter Days Family Grief Center. And we're talking about her unique nonprofit organization that offers comprehensive support for families grieving the death or terminal diagnosis of a loved one. If you have a question for Carolyn, please give us a call. We're already halfway through the show here, um, and we want to be sure you get your questions answered. Call us at 952-946-6205. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. I'm Ken Hagland. Please stay with us. Folks, you are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and ways to improve your quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Carolyn Kinzel, founder and president of Brighter Days Family Grief Center here in the Twin Cities of Minnesota. We are talking about her unique nonprofit organization that offers comprehensive support for families grieving the death or terminal diagnosis of a loved one. Uh, great show so far, folks. We really encourage you, if you have questions, and I know you do because you call me after the show, so please give us a call during the show here if you have a question for Carolyn um, uh, about her program and the great work they're doing here uh, in the state of Minnesota. Uh, you can you can uh, ask your question live, 952-946-6205. Once again, 952 952- 946-6205, or you can also text us your question. And I see we're getting some texts coming in at 612-999-3426. All right, before we return to our conversation with Carolyn, I want to mention that um, this program is brought to you in part by our great friends at Episcopal Homes, uh, Episcopal Homes in St. Paul. Um, our good friend of ours of the show, Marvin Plackett, uh, runs an amazing organization there. And many of you have known about them for They've been here for, what, 125 years, but they have um, put together a program for folks that, that live in the urban core of St. Paul around the Episcopal Homes campus, and it's called Neighbor Care. So if you or someone you know is struggling to maintain living independently or is considering a move to an assisted living community, please call Neighbor Care first. Neighbor Care is a new kind of in-home support service that's more affordable than traditional home care providers. This innovative new home care service is designed to help older adults remain independent by making in-home support services more affordable and accessible. Care professionals can help with daily tasks in smaller time increments, even multiple times each day as needed. And this service is offered 24 hours a day. So for more than 125 years, Episcopal Homes has been serving the Twin Cities and understands the importance of a safe and supportive home environment. So Neighbor Care is, uh, is again, located around the urban core area near the Episcopal Homes campus. So if you have any more questions and want to learn more about it, please call Karen Vento at 651-444-4000. Once again, Karen Vento at 651-444-4000. And to find out if Neighbor Care is in your neighborhood. All right, Carolyn, uh, time is flying by here. I want to uh-huh. get to back to our conversation here. But um, first of all, I, I do want to say, how do people get a hold of you if they have questions for you? Um, I know you've got a great website, brighterdaysgriefcenter.org. Um, is there a phone number that they could reach out to you as well? Yes, absolutely. 952 952- 
303-3873. And you can certainly also message us, message us on our Facebook page, which is under Brighter Days uh, Family Grief Center. Okay, fantastic. Boy, there's so much to talk about here, but I do want to get a, a question um, just popped up on our text on our radio show phone, and it says, well, what does it cost mm-hmm. to do this? Mm-hmm. And it actually is a great question because it was so phenomenal when I first met you um, that you said, well, you know, we provide access to these professional support programs at no initial cost. Mm-hmm. And I said, how do you do that? And mm-hmm. of course, that's that's you know, it's a nonprofit organization, mm-hmm. and you, you, you know, donations and, and things help support the organization here. So maybe tell us a little bit about sure. kind, of, kind of how you're structured there and, and, and then, you know, why that helps make these. Again, you don't want to have any barriers Absolutely. for people to get help. It costs us all as a community and society a lot more mm-hmm. money mm-hmm. if we don't deal with things up front. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's why we became a nonprofit, because we really felt like it was important to remove that barrier of getting support. And so there are no charges to anything that we do. Any of the the services that we provide, uh, they are free. And uh, part of our the beauty of what we do is we have about 60 to maybe 70 partners by now. And so sometimes it's just referring out to those partners who are also not charging anything. They're also nonprofits with free services. So we are uh, fully um, supported by grants and donations. We have, um, and most of those really come from the families we've already served. We do get quite a few grants as well, but most of where the support comes in is people who understand this need and believe so deeply in our mission. And so we're always asking for people to open their hearts to consider donating to our mission because we want to keep these programs free. And if you have lost a spouse or a child especially and that income looks different, we want to make sure that you can get to us and we can take care of you and your family instead of you feeling like you can't afford it. There's nothing worse than that. And I remember that as a single mom. It's a terrible feeling and it's it's it shouldn't be that way. Right. Yeah, you've gone through it yourself. And again, that's what makes the most passionate leaders is when they go through things themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, empathy. I wish we just all had a little bit more empathy oh, for each other. So true. Um, but if you go to Carolyn's uh, uh, webpage here, brighterdaysgriefcenter.org, there's a donate button there. Uh, click mm-hmm. on that and all the information's right there. So we encourage you to check that out. Um, I, we do want. I want. I want to talk about the fact that um, you you had a recent um, uh, business transaction mm. with with the Fairview Youth Grief Services Group. Um, they approached you and said, "Hey, you know, we're we're looking at some changes here." How can we partner and work together? And, and why don't you tell us that story? Because that was just phenomenal. It really was. It was a complete surprise for us. We were in um, the midst of, of a capital campaign, which we can talk about another time maybe or this time. But yeah. we were starting that, and um, we got the call that Fairview was going to discontinue the program. And they were wondering if we would be interested in picking it up. And I immediately... I got with my board and thought, how could we ever turn this down? I mean, first of all, you've got families who've been going to this program for over 20 years. It's right. a very well-known, reputable program. So how can it discontinue? But we were, we are small. We're a small little nonprofit. And so it was just amazing to think of what that would look like. But we have a strong reputation. We have strong partners. And we have strong financials. And so we were able to acquire this program. We were able to acquire their three incredible employees. And so now we have a full youth program, a young adult program, a wonderful volunteer um, and communications program. And then we just hired a... Uh, a clinical director to handle some of the counseling and grief support groups and things like that. So it was just an incredible opportunity for us. And as a mom, 
I couldn't imagine anything better than having a youth program. We've been planning one, um, certainly didn't plan it this way, but it couldn't have been better. And it's a beautiful platform for them as well. Well, congratulations to you on that. And and just the recognition of the work that you're doing, that Fairview Health came to you and said, hey, this may be a great fit for you guys as they're trying to do their business. Um, I I think it's so, it's so great. I know you have such a focus for, for youth and, um, Mm. you know, we, you know, we work with other people, uh, that we know that, that work on, uh, trauma, kids that have gone through Mm -hmm. trauma, both, both physical, emotional, spiritual trauma. And, and I think you and I agree, kids can get stuck, Yeah, you know, just when, when, well, let's take, for example, this year, uh, it looks like 40,000 children across the U.S., have lost a parent to, to COVID. COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's something. I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's mm-hmm. big numbers all over the place. I mean, you know, half a million people have have died of COVID here in the United States. And but you think about the impact on the survivors, mm-hmm. the, the children especially. And again, you know, you guys are here again to help people navigate through that. Mm-hmm. And because we we have to get unstuck. Mm-hmm. We we have a purpose. We have a life. We have to. Mm-hmm. We need to get reengaged, mm-hmm. and and you guys can are just so skilled at helping na- helping people navigate through that. Mm-hmm. And as a parent, you don't know what you don't have the tools necessarily. You you do the best you can. You're trying to do. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're taking the job of two people. You know, again, as you as you have have uh, experienced. So so. Um, I know you guys have a passion for the youth, and this this addition to this program is, is going to be just huge mm-hmm, for you guys. Mm-hmm. Really beautiful. I mean, the the youth program, um, the grief camps, but also just one of the things that I needed more than anything is I just needed to talk to someone. I needed someone to answer my immediate questions about how do I explain this to him, or how do I how do I you know navigate if he has a stomach ache? Do I send him to school? Do I send him to therapy? Do I you know you you question those things that you typically wouldn't question as a parent, but now you have a grieving child. And so to have this youth program means the world to me because I would have done anything for one of them to be able to just sit with me and talk me through those things and help me process some of that. So that's another big piece of what we do. We're not just about, here's your plan moving forward. We're simply saying, what can we do to help you address some of these questions that are just keeping you up at night? Because when you know you've got a community of support as a parent, um, as a griever, it, it means everything. Instead of just sitting there and figuring out, am I causing more damage? Am I causing more trauma? You don't know that. It's a very, it's a very overwhelming place, and that's what we try to take away is call us, talk right. to us. We get it. Right. Well, isn't it, isn't it ironic, too, when, when trauma happens to a, a family or an individual, people then tend to back off. Oh. You know, and, yes. and, and then so they feel not only they're going through the grief, but then the isolation and the loneliness yes. that happens and just because we don't know what to do or say. Mm-hmm. And again, that's why it's nice to have a place where you can go to yes. and, and get connected and start that process of recovery, rebuilding. Absolutely. Again, because so, again, we have so many people depending upon us, especially, yeah. like I say, in our age group, mm-hmm. taking care of children, taking care of parents. Mm-hmm. That um, you know, it, just to have those tools mm-hmm. is is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Let's let's we only have a couple minutes left in this segment here. I want to talk about the the, the 
you know, your future, you know, the yes. vision a little bit here. Yes. We're only, we got the last segment for a little bit, but I want to get this these in yes, yes. To, to kind of build on, on this whole conversation about the Fairview Health program that you guys acquired and, yes. and going forward. Yes. So we, again, had planned on starting a capital campaign. We were in that we've been doing it privately for about a year and a half, and we're planning on going public before the acquisition. But the capital campaign is to actually build uh, the this grief center in the Twin Cities. So we've been a small center, but we just outgrew it very quickly. Mm-hmm. And this is a center that we have been planning really since day one. And it is meant to bring in the mental health component and the grief component together. So the grief center is one space, and then there's also an auditorium that we'll use for speaking events and trainings and things like that, really with the intention of having society help or helping society mm-hmm. learn how to interact with the griever, learn how to support the griever. Um, and so this capital campaign is, uh, it, it just means the world to us. And we've got wonderful supporters. We are just about to launch our website. We have um, almost half of our goal in pledges already. Oh, fantastic. So we're getting there. Um, but it's n- there's nothing else out there like it. We are the only grief center out there now. Now we're just planning on being larger. But um, Minnesota is so well known for caring, and yeah. we have centers for everything, eating disorders, addiction, cancer treatment, um, child cancer, child illness, um, learning disabilities, anything you can imagine, and all very well deserved. Yes. But we do not have anything for families who have lost someone to addiction or who have lost someone to cancer or to an eating disorder. Yeah. And it's really time that we provide that support and that special place created just for them so they can learn how to come back together as a family and heal. But you can't do that if you if you don't have anything for you. Right. And it's up to us to do it. Right. Yeah, I know some of our um, our, our friends uh, have had to go out of state. Yes. And, and that's again, that's just not the Mm-mm. best situation. It's, it's great, but you know, yeah. you got to do it right here where, where you can do it at home. All right, the music's cueing us out here. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Carolyn Kinzel. And she is the founder and president of Brighter Days Grief Center here in the Twin Cities. If you have a question, we have one more segment, folks. Give us a call, 952-946-6205, or text us, 612-999-3426. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. I'm Ken Hagelin. Please stay with us. to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your life and ways to improve the quality of your life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Carolyn Kinzel, founder and president of Brighter Days Family Grief Center here in the Twin Cities of Minnesota. And we've been talking about her unique nonprofit organization that offers comprehensive support for families grieving the death or terminal diagnosis of a loved one. If you have any questions for her, this is the last segment, folks. Call us 952-946-6205, or you can text us your question at 612-999-3426. Before we return to our our conversation with Carolyn, I want to mention um, for all you folks that have texted us and called us this week that if you have questions about that amazing air purifying system, that virtually eliminates COVID and influenza and all kinds of pathogens in the air and on surfaces, 
call the Minnesota Health Institute. Their number is 952-270-0345, 952-270-0345, and uh, they'll get you information about this amazing technology that NASA uses to keep astronauts safe in space, and they can keep you and your family and your loved ones safe either at home or at work with this new technology. All right, let's get back to our conversation with Carolyn. We only got a few minutes in this last segment. But let's talk more about, as we were talking off the air, and I, I, we, we got to start recording the off-air conversations because <laughs> those, are always, so those are always just so mm-hmm. much fun. Um, and we'll have to have you back for another show because yes. there's just, boy, we just have not even scratched the mm-hmm. surface here on, on the areas of grief. Um, but we, we were talking about families and children and you know, just the impact that that has on the family structure, especially when one of the family members mm-hmm. um, you know, passes or you know, sometimes, it's, sometimes you have time to plan and sometimes it's a sudden. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I had a coworker this week that uh, a family member was just uh, uh, killed uh, mm-hmm. in, a, in an accident. And all of a sudden, you're there. You are. You're, yeah. you're, 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 you don't know what to even do. Mm-hmm. And um, so, let's talk a little bit about that. I just want to get people to understand that your program really is all encompassing, mm-hmm. and it really supports the the family and the individuals within the family. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's 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 why we are a family focused grief center because we really understand that if there is a death in the family. That family dynamic um, is impacted greatly, and how do you how do you figure that out? And if just one person in the family is getting support and not the rest, it's really hard to figure out how to move back together. And so, what we look at is um, it's not only just if you've lost your spouse, it's not only if you've just lost um, you know your parent. It's about all of those relationships within the family with that person who's died, and how can we best support that? And sometimes it's, um, it may not be about the kids. It may be about the adults. I am 50, and I have three sisters, and if I lost one of them right now, I would be devastated. And yet, because I'm a mom, because I'm a wife, because I'm an employee, um, I'm not really allowed to grieve that, and it's not acknowledged out there. And so we really focus on that piece. It doesn't matter what your age is. It doesn't matter who you lost and what their age was. We want to make sure you have support. So whether you're a grieving parent of a five-year-old child or a 50-year-old child, we are still here for you. The same thing with a sibling or parent or, or um, spousal loss. We want to make sure that we're encompassing all family members within that care plan so that we can make sure that each family member's grief is addressed in the way that's most comfortable for them. And that might be through therapy or it might just be for maybe a coffee group with other parents it could be um, just connecting at one of our workshops and doing a craft. I mean, there's a lot of different ways that can be comfortable instead of feeling overwhelming and intrusive. And that's really what we try to focus on is what does each family member need? Because this is the most important thing that's happened to them. We don't want to assume that mm-hmm. they just need one thing from us. And you mentioned before when I talked to you that there's no cookie cutter approach because everybody's different. It, like you said, you focus on the family, the, the constellation uh, of, of individuals, and like, the children have a hard time articulating. I mean, we as adults have a hard time yes. communicating, articulating what's going on. Yes, and and it helps to have people ask questions to help us think through where we're at. But with a child, a lot of times I've heard, and you've you've reinforced this, they have to be doing things. It's it's drawing. Yes. It's, it's it's they need to be 
doing something more physical right. to be able to kind of allow that, that, that communication to happen. Absolutely. And, and with, with that same, on that same note, it's just as important for the parents to be educated on how to support their grieving child. Right. Because when the child can't articulate that, and for instance, a therapist is working with them, well, that child is going home to a parent who needs to understand how to support that child. And if that parent is also grieving, which mm-hmm. likely they are, right. um, then what does their support look like? Because you have to, again, make sure that everyone's getting the same amount of support but that that parent actually understands how to support their grieving child. And it's very different, very different when you're grieving too. And that's what we really help them with is let's focus on how you can parent them, but then let's also focus on your support. You can't keep the cape on and take care of everybody if you're not taking care of yourself. And so we want to take some of that off of their heart to say, we've, you know, we're going to work with you and the kids, but we also want to work with you. Yeah, we talked about this too um, about self care. Self care is so mm-hmm. important, mm-hmm. and and it's like people need permission Absolutely. from from people like you or, or others, you know, their their faith community, whomever, to to take care of themselves. They yes. they sometimes will give everything to everybody else, mm-hmm. and then they're left empty, mm-hmm. and then, and that's not good for the people that they are surrounded by either. Right. right. Absolutely, you have to. I think we've talked about it so much. It's you have to make a conscious decision right. to um, to move yourself forward. Not on. You're not moving on from your loved one. You're no. moving forward with them in whatever way is comfortable for you, mm-hmm. um, whether that's through your faith or or some other belief. But the purpose is is that you have to find a way to do that. And prior to Brighter Days Family Grief Center being out there, people didn't really have access to that path forward. It was Here's a, you know, maybe here's a card for a therapist, but it's right. not, what do you do after that? There's a lot of life that happens between therapy appointments. And thank God for the therapists out there. Oh, yeah. It's not to say that they shouldn't be out there, but there is life after therapy. And what do you do? And so this is a way to continuously kind of pull from different opportunities to take care of yourself and to take care of your family. Well, that's fantastic. We are at the end of the show, Carolyn, already. I can't believe it. The fastest hour of your life. It is. All right. Well, I just <laughs> want to thank uh, Carolyn Kinzel, founder and president of Brighter Days Family Grief Center. And we've been talking about her unique nonprofit organization that offers comprehensive support for families grieving the death or terminal diagnosis of a loved one. We hope you enjoyed today's show, folks. Please contact us with any questions or comments you have regarding today's conversation. You can always reach us by phone or text 612-999-3426. Please join us again next Saturday at noon for another live broadcast. And thank you for listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your life. Until next time, live well. And I've been waiting such a long time. Saturday